Welcome to Cairo Feast, where we are serving up big helpings of wisdom in the successful practice of chiropractic, the world of entrepreneurialism, and extra servings of mentorship to navigate this wonderful experience we call life. My name is Dr. Jeff Danielson. I've built, bought, and sold many chiropractic practices and currently own 19 limited liability corporations. I love the entrepreneurial spirit, and I pay it forward through a company called Big Fish Enterprises. I coach and mentor business owners so they don't repeat the mistakes that I made in my career. Every week, we cover a topic that will help make you a better leader and a better entrepreneur. Or maybe it's just going to be a topic that helps you become a better person. You'll want to share these episodes because in life, it is always better to pay it forward. And now, let's get into today's topic. Come and get it, everybody. Cairo Feast is online and we are ready to serve. And today, yes, guilty. I'm guilty. And I'm going to share with you about something that I used to think and that I used to do in practice that was wrong. And what I'm doing today that is completely 180 degrees different and how that's affecting my practice and me personally. I'm gonna share that with you today. That is where we are going today. So let's get into this subject. Yes, I'm guilty and not sure how to word this. So maybe it's because I'm a dude, I'm a guy. Okay, guys don't have the ability to really feel and communicate as well as our female counterparts. Okay, I don't think I'm, you know, this is not like rocket science. This is nothing earth shattering. Uh, this is something we all know, right? I mean, women just are in, in touch with their feelings a little bit better. They're uh, more emotional beings. Um, they're more expressive human beings. And for whatever reason, when I first started practicing, I felt like, okay, if I'm, if I'm a doctor, then I need to be healthy, okay? Just like if a mechanic drives a car that's like falling apart, um, that would be a bad indication that, that that person's a good mechanic, right? He can't even take care of his own car. Um, I felt like I needed to be the perfect human being, the perfect specimen. I had to be perfectly healthy in order to be a doctor. And that's a misnomer, and I'm, and I'm going to go through kind of this, this whole thing that I kind of went through, um, I felt like if I was going to practice that I certainly couldn't have any back pain. If I, if I was going to be a chiropractor, I can't be walking around, you know, kind of bent over because my back hurts and showing people that, you know, you know, hey, I'm a chiropractor, but yet I can't even take care of myself. Um, so I just, I felt, I felt that way when I first started in practice that I couldn't share with anyone if I ever had pain in my back or pain in my neck or if I ever had a headache. Now, when I was in grad school, I started to get migraines. And all through grad school, probably twice a month, I would have a migraine. And for those of you that have never had a migraine before, I don't wish this on anybody, even my worst enemy. 
I wouldn't wish a migraine on them. Um, I, for those of you that have had them, I don't know your experience. My experience was basically this. I would feel a migraine coming on. I would have probably 45 minutes to an hour of kind of this period where I would start to sweat. My body would start to sweat because I, I knew this migraine was coming. And in about an hour, it would explode. And about an hour later, I had to be in a location where I could be, where I could like lay down and have silence and not have anybody around me. And um, I would very often vomit for hours. And this was my experience with migraines. They were absolutely horrific, skull-splitting, excruciating pain, so much so that it would make, make me throw up for hours. And this was happening through grad school. Um, you know, a lot of the pressures of uh, grad school, hundreds of exams, hundreds of tests, um, I think I took five or six different boards for the state of Minnesota, for state of California, um, all the different parts that they have. I mean, there's just a ton of pressure, a ton of stress. And I had never really been well taken care of chiropractically. Um, I'd never been to a chiropractor prior to going to chiropractic school. And so nobody had ever really analyzed or taken care of me chiropractically well. And so then I graduated from chiropractic school, um, practiced in Santa Monica uh, for a short time, then uh, took a position back in Burnsville, Minnesota. And it was then that I started to get adjusted. Um, but I was still having migraines at least twice a month. And it took, it took a number of years for that, for my adjustments to really start to change and change what was happening with me in my head. And um, so I, I had many times in practice where I either had to leave or um, once I left the, uh, the practice that I was practicing as an associate, um, once I left that practice and, and then I had my own practice, I was, the, I was like the only doctor, right? And like I had to take care of people and, you know, I talked to Charlene who um, practiced with me, you know, basically from the beginning as well. Um, she and I have both done this uh, because she uh, had headaches and has been uh, ill at times too. And, and when, when I had migraines, when I had them bad and I had an afternoon that had 70, 80, 100 patients booked, in a three and a half hour period in an afternoon, like I had to be on and there was nobody, I, I, you know, and, and I felt so guilty and determined that I had to be there for people that I would adjust a few people. <coughs> I would walk quickly to the restroom and throw my guts up and throw up and then put myself together come back out, adjust four, five, six other people, go back to the bathroom and throw up again. And I would do that like 
four or five patients at a time all afternoon until I was done with 70 or 80 patients. Nobody knew. Nobody knew. And I suffered with that, and I never wanted to admit to anyone that I had a migraine. In fact, I was helping people that had migraines and that had headaches, and they were getting better. And yes, I was now getting adjusted on a more regular basis, and so I was getting better, but it didn't change overnight. Now, I'm speaking to you right now in December of 2021, and my last migraine was well over a year ago. I, I Honestly, I can't even remember when my last migraine was. I bet I haven't f- had three migraines in the last five years because I've been getting adjusted for the last 27 years. Um, on average, probably twice a week. So my migraines are gone now. But I never wanted people to know. And the reason I'm telling you this, the reason I am sharing my guilt with you and sharing this burden with you is because I don't want you to fall into the same trap of thinking that people want you to be perfect. They don't. They want you to be real. You don't have to fake perfection when people just want you to be a real human being. There is power in being real. Here I am now, a quarter century on the other side of that dumb young kid that felt he needed to be perfect in order to be a a chiropractor, to be a doctor that would help people with all these problems, that he had to be perfect himself. That's where I was. A quarter century later, I am the exact opposite. I'm 180 degrees the other direction. I tell people that I used to suffer with migraines, and I tell them about the last 25 years of getting adjusted one to two times per week for 25 years in order to now have a life that is free of migraines. I tell people about the three herniations in my lower back because about twice a year it'll flare up on me and I'll have about three bad days, maybe even a day where I uh, take a day off of adjusting patients. But I tell people about those back herniations because it's not what's wrong with you that matters, it's what you are doing about it. I am doing, I am practicing what I preach. I am receiving adjustments for the issues that I have because I am a human being. And I know the principles that I stand on, that I practice by, and I live them in my own body. I live them myself. And that doesn't give me a life that's free of back pain ever. But when I do have a flare-up, it's about three or four days, and I'm back, and I'm doing everything normal. There is a reason why I can still golf. There is a reason why I can still water ski. There is a reason that I can still play softball, that I can still play volleyball. There's a reason that I can still go, you know, walk out the door and run seven miles. I, there is a reason that, that I am fit and able to perform and able to live the life that I want to live physically because I do take care of myself. It's not because my back is perfect. 
My interns in my clinic are always shocked when I have them take x-rays of my neck and, and my lower back. They, they look at it and they go, oh my gosh, because it's a freaking mess. I've got arthritic changes throughout my neck and in my, in my lower back. Sometimes I wake up and my hand is numb from the herniation that I also have in my neck. I've got issues just like any other human being, but I'm not sitting back and doing nothing. I'm getting adjusted. I am taking control of my own spine. And it's a good thing to show people that. It's a good thing to teach people that. It's good for them to see that you're a real human being with real feelings and real problems. You are not Superman. But you're not just sitting at home sucking your thumb. You're doing something about it. People want to be you for a lot of different reasons, doctors. People want to be you. Be someone worth following. Because when people want to follow you, now you can have an impact. You can have an impact on so many different ways. Mentally, emotionally, spiritually. You can have an incredible impact on your community, on your teammates, your staff, on the people that you know. And you don't have that impact by being perfect. You have that impact by being honest, by being genuine, by being authentic, and by being real. Because they don't want a leader who's perfect. They want a leader who's real. They want to know what to do to live. So stop pretending. Start being real. Start giving examples and have fun with it. It was only about five, six years ago that I actually started having fun with it where I was telling people stories of the silly things and the crazy things that happened to me physically and then what I do to help myself and how to get out of that and what I've done because people just want to know what they need to do to live, to live life. They want to do life with you. It's okay. And it's good to admit that. So that is my message for today. And I know it's relatively short, but that's probably a good thing, okay? I'm guilty of having done that. And I don't want you to be guilty of doing that for a couple of decades because it's not worth it. And it's better on the other side. Be honest with people. Be real with people. They will appreciate it and they will be more committed than ever. That's my message for today. Who do you know that needs to hear this message? Please share this message if you would. Give us a rating wherever you get your podcast. Give us a rating so more people can hear this message because I think this is true in every profession, okay? I think it's true everywhere. So share this message. If you need to, listen to it twice. I appreciate you guys. Uh, stay hungry, my friends. Stay hungry because it's that hunger for us to learn. It's that hunger for us to want to continue to feed ourselves that will get us where we want to go. And as always... Pay it forward.